You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. And on this week's episode, we are going to be discussing our favorite Doctor Who episodes and reveal who our favorite Doctor is and why. So Doctor Who is actually the reason we met. So mm-hmm. it's quite surprising that we never talked about this before. <laughs> I know, it's like we were waiting for something, but I don't know. I, I don't know. So uh, we have mentioned on the podcast before that Chelsea and I met for the first time via a Skype call uh, during the Doctor Who 50th anniversary special episode. I was in Connecticut. She was here at a Doctor Who party without me Yes, with Karen and Maria. And I also met Tiffany that same day. Yes, via Skype. <laughs> Via Skype. Um, and then the first time that we met in person was at a Doctor Who Christmas spe- like Christmas party mm-hmm. um, when I came back from school for winter break. So it was like the Doctor Who Christmas special of 2013. Uh, we met at a Doctor Who party. And I met her and Eamon at the same time. Yes. <laughs> and I think Tiffany. So like I met everybody at the same time because of Doctor Who. It's very strange. <laughs> Well, it's like we had the Doctor Who Christmas party kind of every year for the few years there. Yes, it was like our one. I think the only time you weren't there was when either we would wait for you to come back from visiting Eamon or Eamon would be there. Yes. So, yeah. So before we go too deep into talking about Doctor Who, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week? Uh, a few somewhat exciting things. So yesterday, uh, Eamon and I took a bus into Belfast because his car was being worked on. So we took a bus instead um, and went and saw Ready Player One, which was I very much enjoyed it. Like I okay. had very low expectations. Eamon had like kind of told me a bit about it. He read the book. Um, he was like, he's like, basically it's like a, 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 you know, 30 year old, 40 year old geeks like dream. It has like every reference or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Is this going to be like some real like dude movie? (laughs) (laughs) Cause I mean, I'm into a lot of geeky stuff, but I, I I don't know, just from the way it sounded, it was like going to be some like dudes, you know. Oh, dude, Star Trek. Woo. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that's it's sounds. more like, ooh, dude, back to the future, dude. That's like, true. That's, what that's it's true. more what it would have been like. No, but I honestly, like, I really, really liked it. Um, okay. So good music, good pop culture references. Uh, everyone's big worry was that it was going to be way too oversaturated with pop culture references because that's how the book is. The book is like extremely saturated in pop culture references, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe coming from being a Gilmore Girls fan, I just felt like it was fine. (laughs) Oh yeah. Cause Gilmore Girls is so saturated with references to pop culture that like, yeah. And like, you're you're like, this movie has nothing on this show. I was like, please, no I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, like, because, because, like, some of it is verbal, some of it is visual, 
Some of it okay. is very obvious. Some of it is not. And then plus, like, if you're not into every single thing that they mention, you know, half of you, half of it you may miss, which I'm sure that I did because I am not an 80s movie buff. I really am not. <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, I know. So you'll probably catch a lot more. And that's the kind of the interesting thing is people have been making a collection of lists of the pop culture references that they did catch. And like no two lists are the same. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. So it's it was really good. It was a good time. And uh, Eamon liked it too. And he read the book. So in case nice. anyone was worried, which I know Joe was. Um, there's, there's some people that are saying that like I've heard mixed reviews. So like I've heard people that said that they read when they read if they read the book and then saw the movie that it didn't. Like, the story was very different, and then some it people was. said they really liked it, and... Mm-hmm. From what from what Eamon told me, the some of the parts that were different were actually for the better, and some of them were kind of, like, things that he was expecting them to do from the book, they didn't. So it was kind of oh. like... Like, the female character is a lot better developed and has is more intricate to the storyline than she is okay. in the book. So, like, oh, that's really that's good. good. But then also, like, one of the characters is, like, a, you know, queer African-American woman where she is also in the movie, but they, like, almost hardly ever really, like, make it a point. You know what I mean? They only kind of hint at the fact that she's a lesbian, not really, like, which, I mean, I don't know. Is that better? Is that not? I don't know. So Interesting. But okay. anyways, uh... <laughs> Uh, I've also been uh, listening to a new pod, well, not a new podcast, new for me, uh, a podcast called Struggle Bus Podcast, and it's basically like a an, a podcast where people write in about their mental health issues and stuff, and they kind of oh. give advice. That's interesting. Yeah, so they're like their theme song is like come aboard the struggle bus we have, you have problems just like us like <laughs> oh that's so cute <laughs> and you know they talk about like because they're they're big advocates of like you know therapy and like getting help when you need it and so they just kind of like they read out people's problems they never say their name they actually always come up a name from pop culture to like call them so like uh, recently they've been really into Riverdale so they've been picking a lot of names from Riverdale <laughs> and this one comes from Jughead Jones <laughs> exactly exactly I love it I um, love it so it's just nice it's nice to like listen to other people's stories and kind of hear the advice that they give for that and whatnot so and then I've also started reading The Hate You Give which is a book by Angie Thomas um with the acronym T-H-U-G so it's very much Um, Let me read a quote from the back. It says, A story that places a spotlight on Black Lives Matter at this crucial point in history. So it's basically about this this teenager girl who uh, had a friend of hers be shot in a drive-by when she was young and kind of the effects that that has and like with her father being an ex-gang member and living in the community that she does and... Then she watches another friend get shot in front of her by the cops um, when when she's much older. And it kind of just how that affects her and how she wants to try to help the situation. That kind of thing. Very, very, very relevant to, you know, stuff going on right now. 
Very good so far. Very good. Like, my interest is 100% captivated, which says a lot, because I I have a lot of trouble reading these days. (laughs) I just, I don't know, even books I really, really like, it's hard for me to, like, sit down for a good long time and read. It's just, you know, part of the culture of uh, us always having moving screens, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, very last thing, uh, the final episode of The X-Files aired over here this week, and it was emotional, and basically my thoughts on it are, wow, that's it. (laughs) That's my thoughts on it. You'll probably know if you've seen it, for people listening. (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen it, so... It's probably best not to. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. I mean, no, it's literally like the last 10 minutes. Like, everything else is really good. It's like the last 10 minutes that kind of just, meh. So, what have you been up to, Katie? Um, Well, it has been a very exciting time this week for uh, pop culture for me. Yes. Um, Entertainment Weekly has been on the reunion trek. Mm-hmm. And this week was Creek Week. So it was the 20th year anniversary reunion um, for Dawson's Creek. So 20 years ago, the first episode, the pilot episode of the series aired on the WB. And so they got everybody to come back together. And I was literally sitting at my desk Wednesday fangirling and nobody cared. I'm so sorry. I like, was already you were like, asleep. asleep. <laughs> So you were asleep, so it's not your fault. But like, I was, I was like trying to like anybody, anybody with Dawson's Creek. I went on Twitter and I was like, please, somebody fan with me, anybody. And like, finally, people on Facebook got start like started getting like super excited about it. Um, but it was like the cover was so good and like, oh my god, because I'm like Team Pacey all the way. Oh yeah, and. People were just, I saw this video of the photo shoot. So, like, Doss or uh, uh, Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson were sitting like in another photo shoot, except that he was sitting in front of her rather than her sitting in his lap. And she had her hands on his shoulders. And then during one of the photo shoots, he leaned. Did you see the one where he yes. like leaned and put his head on her back and closed his eyes? I was yes. dying. I was like, the love is real and it's still there. <laughs> um, and then in their solo photo shoot for the covers, they're wearing the same hat. Yes. Like, clearly he took the hat from her. Like or she took it, it from him. Something. Like, one of the two. And it is just, like, people were losing it. Like, yes. just losing it. There was an entire BuzzFeed article talking about just those three things. Yes. <laughs> just those three things. And I it was deserves like, it. I was like, this is everything. And... <laughs> I I was just gushing like I'm going to do I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a Dawson's Creek rewatch. Excellent. Like I got home Wednesday night and like it's on Hulu. So I put I mean, I have all the DVDs like I have all the seasons. Yeah. Um, But I put on Castaways, which is like one of my favorite episodes with Pacey and Joey from season six. And I will I was like uh, gushing like all of the like <laughs> I was like, she's she's shaving his face and he's got his hands on her legs and it's so beautiful. I was I was just I was in a whole new world of fangirl. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then also, um, Bill and Ted had a reunion and I can't even deal with that at all because I love Keanu Reeves so much. Like 
And I love Bill and Ted. So like they got together and they haven't really been like in the same room. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. And so they got together and they, I watched a couple of videos of them like talking about the show because they're going to do a third one. Like it's going to happen. That's awesome. And I am so stoked. They took new pictures inside the phone booth and it was like, which is hilarious because this is totally relevant to like what we're talking about. Cause like phone booth, phone booth. Yep. Like <laughs> they stole the phone booth like idea from Dr. Who, I think. I think that's oh, where it okay. came from for Bill and Ted. But like seeing them talking about it, like hearing them talk about the show and like how relevant it was and like all of these things, like it's so exciting. It's and awesome. Keanu Reeves still as beautiful as ever. Yes, of course. <laughs> I love Keanu. <laughs> and then let's see, yesterday I had dinner with Karen, Maria, and Tiffany. We went to a uh, Irish pub in in Pastina called Lucky Baldwin's. They oh. have great. They have a, they have they have a lot of beer and makes sense. Um, <laughs> great food, and so we had dinner and drinks, and it was great. We kind of wandered around. I showed them my office. Um, which is somewhere out in Pestine. I'm not going to tell you where. No. <laughs> but it's there. You're like, on this street, turn left. <laughs> You're like, that's just a wall. And I'm like, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's my You office. need to tap on it with, like, a <laughs> wand and whatever. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Um, and then I've been, like, body deep in the Potterotica podcast. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> well, and they mentioned you on Twitter, right? Oh my God. Yeah. So like I tweeted to them and I said, I've now talked about the Potterotica podcast on two different like podcasts, like our podcast last mm-hmm. week and now again and the comic box. And they said 69 points to Katie. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I died, I died, and I was like, oh, God, 69 points. But You're like, I'm spreading the good word. <laughs> I'm spreading the, the Potterotica podcast word. Um, but, yeah, like, I've been loving it. I finished season two, and I'm in season, I'm on the last episode of season three. And uh, their new season starts next week, so season six. Nice. So, so is it a different person every episode per season, or is it like one person all season? So they switch off uh, each. So there's three people that host the podcast. Each person reads a chapter each episode. They so should it's, do like guest episodes where like guests will read one chapter every once. Oh while. my god! It's so you'd great. Be so good at that. Who me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, super fan Katie is going to go on. <laughs> is going to come on and read this chapter talking about stuff. And I'm just like, but now because of the way that, uh, I think it's, yeah, Allie, the way that Allie, so Allie has this, like all three of them have, uh, but they, they say a nasally accent because they're from Chicago. Like they, like, I think Allie's from Detroit and then like Chicago and all this stuff. So, uh, I think Lindsay's from Minnesota. I don't know, but, uh, but they've got like nasally accents, but like Allie has that one accent that I just, I love her accent, but like I, some words I've picked up and just like, it's just words that I say that have just transitioned to like talking with her accent and like, it's cause I just love that accent. One. I'm getting, I'm guessing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like, I say podcast. That's your favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> my favorite which is probably why i love this podcast so much is because the way they talk is like my favorite yes i love that accent so much it's like my favorite i don't know why it's my favorite it just is like you do it so well for thank you (laughs) 
for someone that's never I'm, lived there ever. No, but <laughs> I, like every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, like yeah, the podcast, and I'm like, oh, that's not that's not how I'm supposed to say podcast. <laughs> You're like, that's not how I normally say podcast. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been doing that. And then uh for anybody who's act who's listened to the serial podcast, I don't know if anybody who listens to our show has listened to that podcast. Uh Serial is one of the f- one of the big viral podcasts that happen. And it the first season was about a guy named Adnan Syed who was arrested, convicted of murdering his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. And this podcast went through his whole, like, everything that happened and reviewed all these things. Well, Adnan got a new trial granted to him. So it's, like, huge. So he's getting a new trial. Um, There's a lot of, like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Did Jay do it? Like, you should listen to Serial Podcast uh, if you haven't. The first season is about Adnan, and but it was kind of exciting to hear that he did get a new trial because mm-hmm. um, there's new witnesses and new evidence that was never utilized during the first two trials. So it's like exciting. Um, and then Morgan and Olivia are killing it over at the Omnom podcast. They came out with a new episode and I loved it and I love their podcast because I love Morgan. And so listen to Omnom podcast. Yes. I was like, they talk about food. They're absolutely ridiculous, and it's amazing. And Morgan still hasn't allowed me to eat any of the food that she's cooked. Morgan. Which is rude. (laughs) You Um, need to be a guest on the the episode. Can I be an eating guest? Yeah, exactly. You're like, I'd like to rate this. I would like to rate this with uh, (laughs) the number of noms per... (laughs) Like, how nommy is it? But yeah. Omnom podcast so great so listen to that i'll put a link in the show notes because everybody should listen to the Omnom podcast yeah. um and rate and review it and speaking of rating and reviews yes guess who got a new review and a rating Woo! we did Yay. so i'm gonna read it and yeah so the title for this review is love this podcast Thank and you. It was written, it was submitted on Monday and by C. Lambo. So for the first time, it's a rating by somebody we don't know. I know. Which is really exciting. So this person said, I love these ladies. I stumbled across this podcast kind of by accident and but was hooked immediately. I love the way Katie and Chelsea interact with each other and the topics they discuss are always interesting. When I listen to them, I feel like they are my BFFs, even though I don't know them. But I'm sure we would totally be friends if we ever met. If you're looking for a new podcast, you should definitely check them out. Excellent. We Thank you. would definitely be your BFF. Yeah. Hit us up. No. Hit us up <laughs> on the social medias. Hit us, hit us up on uh, Twitter or Instagram using the hashtag uh, using the handle uh, Tea Time at, with Casey. Yes. At Tea Time with Casey. <laughs> That's um, right. No, but thank you so much. Yeah. It's so so nice. Um you know, we have fun doing this, so it's just nice when other people also have fun with the way we interact. Exactly. <laughs> I, we think we're funny, but we're just glad that you guys do as I, well. <laughs> I think I'm hilarious. I don't know why anybody doesn't want to be friends with me. <laughs> Anyways, yes. so uh, thank you for that review. We would love more ratings and reviews. You can do that on iTunes. 
Uh, hit up that Apple podcast with all of your ratings and reviews. But we would prefer those nice reviews because they make us happy and smile. And even though you can't see it, but we're smiling. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are. So uh, as you all know, Tea Time is part of the geek to geek Podcast Network, uh, which includes three pretty fabulous nerdy podcasts, the Comic Box Geektitude and the geek to geek Podcast. I was actually recently on an episode of the Comic Box uh, where we discussed Jessica Jones Season 2, and it was super fun, and I don't think that uh, Rob realized just how long that episode was going to end up, <laughs> and he was like, it was really long, and I'm like, not my fault. Um and well you so, both you both could talk that's for sure <laughs> yeah we just like just forever uh but if you haven't already checked out those podcasts you should head over to geek to geekcastcom and check those podcasts out because they're amazing and i still need to listen to the geek to geek podcast for this particular last one that they did because they talked about the good the best good bad movies. Yes. So like movies that are ter- that are not very good, but you just love them. Like they're just yes. so great, but they're really not that great. Like The Fifth Element. <laughs> That's on that list. Um, so keep listening now to learn more about these podcasts. Comics. Hey everyone, Rob here, your friendly neighborhood comic geek, inviting you to join me and my rotating cast of co-hosts each week on The Comic Box, where we tell you everything you need to know to become a world-class comic book geek. So join us for The Comic Box, each week, right here on the geek to geek Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan. And I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. And we are back. So this week, this week's topic was actually suggested by Maria. Yay, Yay. Maria. And thank you. And so basically what we're going to be discussing is the BBC TV series, Doctor Who, uh, which, like I said, we haven't talked about, which is, I I don't even know, to be honest. What Um, is with us? I don't know. This is uh, also Doctor Who is part of the reason that we met Kenny, too. Like, that's what we talked about when we first met Kenny. It was that Doctor Who. Crazy. Um, so Doctor Who has been on the air, uh, like on and off the air for quite some time. So the show ran from 1963 to 1984 and then 1986 to 89 and then was rebooted in 2005 and has been on the air ever since. So this show has existed for more than 50 years, which yes. is crazy. Uh 
But for this episode, we're going to be sticking to the modern era of Doctor Who. So any of the episodes that started from 2005 forward. Yes. Sorry, because I haven't seen any old Who. <laughs> I've seen like four or five episodes of the first season and then they took it off of Netflix. So I'm like, no, I can't watch it. Um, and I have also seen the doctor who movie with the eighth doctor with, uh, yeah, with him. Um, which is the only thing that the eighth doctor was in except for a special short before the, uh, the, the 50th anniversary episode. Yes. Um, so for those listeners who might not be a Whovian or very familiar with the show, according to our trusty source, Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor Who is about an eccentric yet compassionate extraterrestrial time lord who zips through time and space to solve problems and battle injustice across the universe, traveling via the TARDIS, which is, stands for Time and Relative Dimension, Relative Dimensions in Space. <laughs> I can read. Uh, which is his old and occasionally unreliable spaceship that resembles a blue police phone box. Um, But in the early seasons, it used to be able to change its appearance depending on its surroundings. However, in the 60s, at some point it got stuck as a phone, as a phone box. Yes. So it looks like a blue, a blue police phone box from England. Yes. Um, and is much, much bigger on the inside than the outside. Yes. So, it's kind of its thing. <laughs> yes. Um, what I find, one of the most fascinating things about the show is that the Doctor is never just one person. So as a Time Lord, the Doctor has the ability to regenerate, which is a process by which Time Lords and others uh, renewed themselves. So causing a complete physical and often psychological change. So the reason that this regeneration aspect was introduced into the story was because the production staff needed a smooth way to allow the first doctor who was played by William Hartnell to exit the show, but keep the show going after his exit. And so they introduced regeneration. So when it would be one doctor passes into another, but he's still the doctor so it's always the doctor and now for the very first time ever the doctor is going to be a she which is super exciting having a female doctor is huge because every other doctor has been male from the beginning until peter capaldi and now it's going to be a woman so i cannot wait to see what they're going to do with that super excited about it it's gonna be so exciting (laughs) So, uh, for this episode, um, I want us to focus on revealing what our top five, excuse me, favorite episodes from the modern Doctor Who era are, and then who our favorite Doctor is and why. Now, picking a favorite Doctor causes a lot of controversy because people are like, "Mm, I don't agree with you, and you're like, "Mm, I don't care. Um, Also, picking top five favorite episodes was kind of hard. It was hard, and it was also like, oh my god, I am I am so that fan. But, you know, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, you're number three. You're that fan. I, just, I can't just, help it, man. I, I don't, that is not, like, even on my list of favorite episodes. I don't know. <gasps> never mind. How, how dare you? I know. I, I, people are going to be mad. I'm just like, blah. <laughs> 
Anyways, it's a great episode, but not my fave. Anyways, so Chelsea, what are your top five favorite Doctor Who episodes? Well, what's really fun is uh, I, I kind of unintentionally, but also intentionally picked an episode from each Doctor. And nice. I picked two from the Tenant area era because I did. Uh, <laughs> so the first episode I have written down is The Empty Child, which was actually my very first episode I ever watched. Um, our friend Karen was like, have you heard of Doctor Who? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> and she was like, sit down, let me show you an episode, and basically showed me that episode, and I was like, this is amazing. I need to go mm-hmm. home on Netflix and watch it now. <laughs> yep. This was back when Doctor Who was on Netflix. Is it on Netflix still there? No. Okay. No. It's on Amazon Prime for anybody who has Amazon Prime and wants to watch Doctor Who. Doctor Who is fully available on Amazon Prime. Gotcha. It's, uh, I'm pretty sure, on Netflix here... But also BBC, if you, you know, BBC iPlayer, whatever. But in this episode, the Doctor and his companion, Rose Tyler, arrive in 1941 during the London Blitz, where they find that the city has been terrorized by a strange child in a gas mask repeatedly asking for his mother. The episode marks the first appearance of John Barrowman as Captain Jack Harkness, who would become a reoccurring character in Doctor Who and the lead character of the spinoff series Torchwood. <sighs> I love John Barrowman. <laughs> Captain Jack Harkness is like one of my favorite characters of all time on that show. Exactly. So like, how could I not pick that episode? You know. What I oh, mean? I also picked that episode, but I deleted it because you picked it and you got oh. to talk first. Oh, are you serious? I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. I, I swear I thought I looked at yours first, but you actually picked one that I wanted to get. So it's only fair, I guess. Ha ha. The second one I have down is from the Matt Smith 11th Doctor era, and it's called The Lodger. It's actually the episode that I remember the most for some reason. I have no idea why. It I just have a very vivid memory of folding my laundry, sitting with my mom and watching this episode because I was like binging it on Netflix, and that's what I was doing at the time. I don't oh. know. Yeah, Interesting. I, I have weird memory. Um, So the episode features the Doctor stranded on Earth and separated from his companion, Amy Pond, played by Karen Gillan. When an unknown force prevents his time-traveling spaceship, the TARDIS, from landing. To investigate, he moves into the flat of Craig Owens, played by James Corden, and attempts to fit in with ordinary humans while unknowingly playing matchmaker for Craig and his good friend Sophie. So, yeah, like I said, just really like this episode. It made me laugh. It was really fun. Um, Controversial opinion. I, I, you know, like it because it's kind of separate. I like the episodes that are kind of separate from the usual type. Oh, you mean like the standalone ones that really don't push the plot of the series, of the season forward? Yeah. I love standalones. But I mean, also like where sometimes where it's like, like, sometimes they're Dr. Light episodes, or sometimes they're Companion Light, but I don't like the ones that are, com- like, I don't like Christmas specials, which usually a lot of times have no companion. <sighs> I don't know. I'm strange that way. <laughs> I actually like Christmas specials, but okay. 
Well, and then my third one, which you don't like, apparently. Well, I didn't say I didn't like it. It's just not my favorite. Okay. Okay. I like this episode, one, because I thought the story was extremely compelling. Plus, I've rewatched it the most out of everything, including watching it with my friend Liana. Um, it's, It's just one that I like know the best and everyone probably knows exactly what I'm going to talk about. It's blink. I don't like the weeping angels at all, but I like this episode. I like this episode. (laughs) I just, it's really funny because like everybody says that this is their favorite episode. Like in any list that comes out about doctor who, this one is always number one. Like why it's the best episode. I put it three. (laughs) <laughs> no, I know that, but I mean, like, just people, like, on the list of, like, best Doctor Who episodes ever is Blink. Blink is great. Like, it's a great episode. They did a great job with it. But then, like, I feel like from this point moving forward is where Stephen Moffat was like, I'm going to make every episode Blink, and he exactly. can't do it. See, that's the thing is, like, like, this was the episode he was always trying to top, but he and couldn't. he just can't do it. <laughs> but it's because it's so good. It's a good episode. Like, I know. He honestly should have stopped with the Weeping Angels at this point because, I don't know, to me, I don't like all the Weeping Angels past this episode. I think it should have just been a self-contained episode. That's my opinion. Okay. But, Continue. Um, fourth episode is Turn Left, which comes from uh, the 10th Doctor era with donna as his companion so david Tennant only makes a small contribution to this episode and it's called a dr light episode the story instead focuses on the doctor's companion donna noble played by Catherine tate and her encounters with former companion rose tyler played by billy piper the episode's narrative focuses on an alternative history where the doctor dies during the events of the 2006 christmas special the runaway bride The episode depicts a dystopia caused by the doctor's death, leaving Rose to convince Donna to save the world. So this is this shows basically what would happen with Donna's life if she never met the doctor. And the turn left is like in the original timeline, she turned right. But in this one, she turned left and it changed the course of, you know, what happens to her. I just like it because it's an extremely heavy Catherine Tate episode, <laughs> and I love Catherine Tate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a good episode in my opinion. And then my fifth one is from the most recent season. Uh, it's called Knock Knock, and it features uh, Bill Potts, which I just really really like Bill. I like her with the 12th mm-hmm. doctor bill Potts played by Pearl Mackey and her friends rent a house to live in after a recommendation from its landlord played by guest star, David such the, but the doctor played by Peter Capaldi notices something wrong with the house when the floor and the walls creak and creatures come crawling out of the wood. Ooh. So it's, yeah, it's a real like creepy crawly kind of episode. Um, kind of feels like a bottle episode because it it's kind of contained to one set which is the house okay everyone lives in but it's really fun because like you get to know like all the different roommates and it just you know it's really contained into that one house and i i really like bottle you know bottle episodes because you get to kind of dive into the characters and obviously they're tested by certain things and i don't know Mm -hmm. i just thought it was just like a real 
like not too scary but creepy episode i'm into those nice so should i go into who is my favorite doctor i think we should save it for the end okay are we gonna talk about our favorite companion though because like i feel like that's kind of important too yeah we can talk about our favorite companion okay too Um, We'll do favorite doctor and then favorite companion, but we'll do those at the end. Yes. Katie, what are your favorite five episodes? Okay. So my number one favorite episode is Vincent and the doctor. Yes. (laughs) Big surprise there. Um, Which was from series five, episode 10 with the 11th doctor played by Matt Smith and Amy Pond played by Karen Gillan. Uh, so the Doctor and Amy leave, uh, learn more about the art of terror in the new adventure where they meet Vincent Van Gogh, Van Gogh, whatever, however I you, say Van Gogh. I say Van Gogh, they say Van Gogh, whatever. Uh, the TARDIS travels back in time, uh, but terror lurks in the, con- in the cornfields of Providence and only a sad and lonely painter can see it. The Doctor and Amy join forces with Van Gogh and... But can the three of them defeat a power and deadly alien? So it's like, this was my very first episode of Doctor Who, which was like a huge episode to start on because this episode is very emotional. Yes. Like very. Um, My sister was like, hey, have you watched Doctor Who before? And I was like, no. She's like, oh, my God. But you like Vincent Van Gogh. Like, you should watch this episode. You'll like it. And after I cried my way through this episode, I went back (laughs) to the beginning with Chris Eccleston and started with Nine and have loved the show ever since. Um, But this episode is just, oh, my God, emotional as ever because Vincent Van Gogh struggled with depression and thoughts of suicide and all kinds of stuff throughout his whole life. And um, the worst part is that, like, Amy thinks that what they did saved him, but it didn't change anything, and that's hard. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's a be- it's a very good episode. It's, like, one of the better ones that they've done with... Definitely. Uh, with Matt Smith as the doctor. So I love it. Um, my number two episode uh, is I cheated and did the two parter because that's what they are. The stolen yes. earth and journeys end from season three, um, which was an exciting episode because it literally featured everyone. <laughs> yes. This is so, the one you stole from me. I love journeys end. Oh, I uh, will you cause like, uh, yeah, I, I moved it up into the spot where the empty child and the doctor dances was. Nice. Um, so this one features the 10th doctor played by David Tennant. And then it has Donna, Rose Tyler, Martha Jones, Captain Jack Harkness, Sarah Jane Smith and Mickey Smith. And then also like Rose's mom and like <laughs> just everybody. <laughs> yes. Um. So it says, Earth's greatest heroes assemble in a time of dire need. Can the Doctor's secret army defeat the might of the new Dalek Empire? With battles on the streets and in the skies, the Doctor and Donna must brave the Shadow Proclamation to find out the truth. However, a fearsome old enemy waits in the shadows. So this is a great episode, but honestly, the best part of this entire thing is that the Ro- that Rose and the Doctor are finally reunited. And it is beautiful, wonderful, heartbreaking, 
exciting and just everything all at the same time. And like what I love is like when you watch the behind the scenes for this is that the moment when the doctor and Rose see each other because they land on earth and it's like completely bare and empty. There's no people. And, and he goes, he doctor turns to Donna and he asks her, uh, did Rose say anything else like about what was happening? And she was like, and he, she goes, why don't you ask her yourself? And he turns and sees her and it's like, my heart. (laughs) And what was cool about it is this episode, the way they filmed it is they put the camera on a golf cart and let the actors run full out towards each other. Yes. And like recorded it. And it was, oh my God. Did did Karen ever tell you the the first time I ever watched this episode? No. Tell me. So I was watching it with Karen and that's the exact moment that you're talking about. I was watching it and I was so swept up in the moment. And then you know how like the Dalek like shoots and who does the Dalek hit? Is it Rose or... It, she, she, he shoots the doctor through one of his the, hearts. The doctor, yeah. And so <laughs> I was always, like, super, like, into the Daleks. Like, I really like the Daleks. And then when that happened, I literally, without realizing I had done it, shouted out, oh, I trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> As if I was personally betrayed by the Daleks. I was just like, oh, I trusted you. And oh my Karen God. will never let me live that down. She loves that I say that. So anytime she sees like a Dalek, she'd be like, I trusted you. <laughs> I think I screamed and I was just like, cause you're so swept up in the moment of the reunion yes. and they're like, they're running and they're going to hug. And then a freaking Dalek comes out of nowhere and shoots the doctor. And you're like, no, after we've waited. I like, cause even she just can't believe it because like Rose is just just full on she was like I, I traveled all this way you can't change like you can't because he's dying so yep. like he's gonna regenerate and she's like you can't you can't go I you know I went through I traveled through time and space like to get here yep like oh god oh god and then he cheats with his regeneration thank god yeah Oh, oh god god <laughs> okay emotions emotions uh doctor who um <laughs> so my next favorite episode is the doctor's wife which mm-hmm. is from season six uh it has the 11th doctor played by matt smith amy pond uh karen gillen and rory the lovely rory williams played by arthur darville i love rory <laughs> Yes. So much. Mm -hmm. I love Rory. Anyways, so the doctor receives a distress signal from an old friend. Could there really be another living Time Lord out there? Hope's raised. He follows the signal to a junkyard planet sitting uh, upon a mysterious asteroid in a bubble universe populated by a very strange family as the time traveling drama continues. The doctor, Amy and Rory are given the warmest of welcomes by uncle, by auntie, uncle and nephew. But the beautiful and insane Idris greets them in a more unusual fashion. Why is she trying to tell... What is she trying to tell the doctor? As the doctor investigates, he unwittingly puts his friends in the gravest danger. So they, like, land on this planet on the outside of the universe. Mm Mm-hmm. Which happens to be a TARDIS junkyard. Yes. Um, Yeah. And the the soul of the TARDIS gets removed from the TARDIS and put into a woman named Idris. Um, My favorite line from this, and he was (laughs) 
is when like he him and Idris are together and they run into like Amy and Rory and and he was like she's my TARDIS like she's a woman but she's also my TARDIS and Amy looks at him she's like did you wish really hard (laughs) (laughs) and he's like no because she introduced herself like hi I'm sexy (laughs) yes because that's what he calls her. Yes. Um, that episode is really great. I love I love the character of Idris because it gives a voice to the TARDIS for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, like, the TARDIS uh, gets to, like, officially meet her doctor. And she calls him her thief, which is so cute. <laughs> and he calls her sexy, which I love. Um, but that episode is also super emotional. Like, at the end, when she goes back into the TARDIS. And he was like... I'll, like, remember this is the time. Like, she says, I'll remember this is the time as we talked. And she goes, there's one thing I wanted to say to you. She's like, hello, hello, doctor. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so emotional because it's the first time, like, he talks to the TARDIS all the time, but this is the first time that the TARDIS has talked back. So it was like, yeah. my heart. I love that episode. <laughs> um, my next episode is... Uh, the time of the doctor, which is a Christmas special and a regeneration episode, and one of the saddest yes. ones, to be honest. Yes, um, it's the Christmas special from 2013 with the Eleventh Doctor, uh, his companion Clara Oswald, played by Jenna Coleman, and it's the technically the second appearance of Peter Capaldi, the Twelfth Doctor, because yeah. you see him briefly in the 50th anniversary episode. You just see his eyeballs. Eyeballs. Yes. Um, it says orbiting a quiet backwater planet, the mass forces of the universe's deadliest species gather, drawn to a mysterious message that echoes out of the stars, and amongst them, the Doctor, rescuing Clara from a family Christmas dinner. The Time Lord and his best friend must learn that this enigmatic signal means uh, for his own fate and that of the universe. So this episode, I feel like I cry every single time I watch it. It's it was beautifully done for a Christmas special and a regeneration because his speech at the end is just wrecks you. Yes, it's very emotional. And there's a special appearance by one of his old companions, and it's just so like, oh, God, my heart. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal that. But great episode. As far as Christmas specials go, it's one of my favorite ones. Um, yeah. Most people do not like Clara for whatever reason. I love Clara, so get off. Fight me. <laughs> Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> um, and my last episode, the, the last episode I picked was the another Christmas special, <laughs> the Christmas Invasion, which is the Christmas special from 2005. And it's the episode right after the ninth Doctor regenerates into the 10th Doctor, which is David Tennant. And it features Rose Tyler and Mickey Smith. Um, This is Rose and the newly regenerated Doctor continue their adventures together in this Christmas special episode. Christmas becomes a time of terror for planet Earth as the the whole of mankind falls under the shadow of the alien Sycorax and Rose needs the Doctor's help, but can she trust a man with a new face? So I love this episode and the children in need clip that happens before that was released before this, which showed the time frame in between when the Doctor regenerated um into from nine to ten and then her dealing with the fact that he is the same person but not like he looks yeah. different and then it picks up like where that little children in need clip ends is where the episode picks up 
mm-hmm. with the TARDIS crashing to Earth. But I love it because it's the first time like we actually get to see a regeneration in the new series and say goodbye to our first Doctor and meet our second Doctor. Uh, but also like seeing how a companion uh, deals with a regeneration. Yeah. Because it's... I don't know. I didn't watch the new, like the old stuff, so I have no idea, like how often it is that there would be a regeneration with the same companion moving into the next season. Yeah. So, but he became a very different person because it's not just how he looks, but it's how he acts. Oh and yeah, totally. I, I love that his first thing to her, he was like, uh, he's like, oh, I've got sideburns, like sideburns. <laughs> he goes, this is great. He goes, not great skin, and then he's like, teeth, new teeth. That's weird. Like, okay. (laughs) And he's like skinny, proper skinny. Like just, it's really funny. Like watching him get used to his new body. It's hilarious. Yes. Okay. So those are my favorite episodes. Very good. So, okay. This is reveal time. Chelsea. Who is your favorite doctor and why? All right. Probably controversial opinion, but I love... The Twelfth Doctor, played by Peter Capaldi. <gasps> Reason number one, <laughs> because he was the first Doctor that I was, like, watching live, like, episode by episode. Okay. You know, um, I mean, I'd seen, like, obviously the 50th anniversary and, you know, binge-watched everything beforehand, but the Twelfth Doctor was the first Doctor that I was, like, watching week to week. Um at least consistently and like I don't know that was just the one I just I really really liked two I love how cranky he is I'm all about Mr. Cranky Pants uh I just I don't know (laughs) I just I just love that about him um and then three I don't know like I can't I can't explain it like I just love his like like, rah, 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 let's go do this. I want to save the world. Ah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I hate the season where he, like, becomes all cool rock star and has the sunglasses. Like, literally take that whole section out and I and then it's perfect. I like the first season he's in and I like the last season he's in. Those um, are, like, dope. I just love it. I think that I feel like. Peter Capaldi, like some of his episodes, he wasn't given a lot of justice because it was, there was a lot of bad writing that happened exactly. while during his run on this show. Um, like my all time favorite Peter Capaldi episode is the the Zygon invasion and Zygon inversion, like those two parters. Mm-hmm. He has the best speech like one of the best doctor speeches ever in that ep- in yeah. those episodes, and it is like compelling and amazing and it's like a lot of like people forget that the doctor has been through more than they realize and that was the thing with like the the zygon that was like how could you understand and he was like how could i understand are you kidding he was like you have no idea what i've been through like it's just it's it's so because it kind of encompasses everything that like all of it at one time about the doctor, like who the doctor is. Yep. And oh my God, so good. I just, yeah, I, I really like, I feel like it finally got the right fit by his, with his season with Bill. 
Like, it's kind of yeah. a bummer that it's finally now ending, even though I, I, I am ready for the next Doctor, like, definitely. It's just, it's just such a bummer. Like, it got so good in the last season. But, you know, you want to end on a high note, so. That's good. I yeah. didn't get the chance to watch the last season with Bill. Like, I watched a couple of episodes, and then I watched the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, from what I saw, it looked amazing. I so, love Mackie. She's amazing. She and she's she's the companion in the next one, right? Still, no, she's gone. She's gone. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty new sure companion. She's gone. Okay, yeah, it's like new everything. I think. Yeah, new new TARDIS, new new showrunner, new, new writers, yeah. new. It's like a brand new show, and I'm super yeah. stoked about it. So <laughs> me too. It's gonna be All right, great. Your favorite Doctor, Katie. Okay. People are not going to agree with this one either. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know um, at least one person that agrees with you. Yes. So my favorite doctor is the 11th doctor played by mm-hmm. Matt Smith. So uh, I feel like the reason, so I kind of went back and forth for a while about like, I love David Tennant and it took me the longest time to like say goodbye to his doctor. Like I kept putting off watching the la- his regeneration episode for a long time because I was like, I how could I possibly say goodbye? It's a vicious cycle of like, doctors it's like this continue I'll, I'll see if i can find the picture it's like this continuous cycle of like i'll never love another doctor like i love that one okay maybe he's all right like i love him he's amazing he's my favorite i can't possibly say goodbye to him no and then it just starts all over again <laughs> yes exactly it's just like the doctor who regeneration cycle of fan feeling um but um i Matt Smith was technically my first doctor, like the 11th doctor, because Vincent and the doctor was my first episode and it was my first introduction to the show. Um, I love just how he's so weird and so awkward and so like fun and like just he's so weird. And like, I love that. I love that because the 10th doctor is sort of this like suave, like you just love him. But, like, 11, he's just so different. And, like, I mean, I know that there was a lot of that, like, Amy thought she was in love with him, and then Clara was in love with him um, thing. But there's, like, well, what's not to love, you know? Like, he's amazing. And also, uh, I when I casually cosplay, I always cosplay as the 11th Doctor because I love love bow ties. He made me love bow ties. He's the reason I do. And, Mm -hmm. like... I've got a fez and I just, <laughs> I love him. Like he's just, he's one of my favorite ones. He did uh, a fantastic job in like all the episodes that he was in. And I don't know. I just, I love him. Yeah, I just do. Yeah. Okay. Who is your favorite companion? Uh, Donna. Ugh. I love Donna. I know. I could tell you did, You don't. <laughs> I don't like but her. I, I love Catherine. T- you know me. I'm a comedy girl. I know. I'm all, I'm all about the comedy. Um, and David Tennant and Catherine Tate was just like a dynamic duo. Like, yeah. They know how to like play off each other so well. They are, have great chemistry, plato- like platonic chemistry. That's the thing, too, is, like, I absolutely love Rose with the Tenth Doctor. So kind of to have, like, someone who suited well with him, but that wasn't trying to, like, get after him, you know, was kind of nice. It was, like, these two buds doing it and having Mm -hmm. fun, and it was great. 
Um, but Bill is definitely a close second, like a very close second. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> How about you, Katie? Um, my favorite companion is actually Rose. Yay. I love Rose. Um, I love how one of my favorite things is that she just jumped at the opportunity to like travel with him, like with when she met uh, nine. And I love how I don't know. I just I love the way that she interacts with nine and like how he uh, like he always said things to her, like, you know, like when she dressed up super pretty in that one episode and he was like, oh, you look great for a, for a, like an ape, like for a hairless ape. <laughs> such a jerk um yes but like i loved her interaction with him and then i loved that like even though he changed how he looked and acted like it didn't change how she felt about him which was great um it's that love story that just never got the chance to happen and yes. like uh i basically decided that rose was my favorite because whenever i go back and read like doctor who fan fiction like i yeah. always want to read rose in rose and a doctor fan fiction so like yes. i like rose with nine like i read some great fan fiction for that one i love rose with 10 and then even rose with 10 too yeah um like the regenerate the the yeah that one yes um and then even like rose with 11 like i love those fanfics that don't that like that never actually happened and yes. My love for Rose is probably the biggest reason why I will forever, forever be angry about the way what happened in the 50th anniversary episode. Yeah. Like, I can't believe that they didn't give us what we had been wanting for so long. Like, yep. <laughs> Rose was there. She was the moment. Like, she was, and, and nine, like, sorry, 10 and 11 didn't get to see her. Like nope. it has been hundreds of years for 11 since the last time he saw Rose. And then I think, I don't know where in, I can't remember where in 10's timeline, uh, like he was the, the girl in the fireplace or something. Maybe, maybe I could be completely wrong. But. I don't know. But like, I think Rose was already gone for him. Like he hadn't seen her since then. So I think it might've been before journey's end. Um, or after, I'm not really sure. But anyways, yeah. like, it was just disappointing that, like, we didn't get the chance to see a reunion, even if it was just the moment looking like her. <sighs> Forever. <laughs> Forever. Um, one bonus thing. One bonus thing I added. Okay. I was thinking about this. Which episode of the show made you cry the most the first time you saw it? Vincent and the Doctor, for sure. Um... Yes, I cried a lot during that one. Um, yes. I think for me, it's actually the Angels Take Manhattan. Oh, well, that makes sense. I yeah. full, like full breakdown. I was so happy that my roommate from, from like my roommate always looked at me weird because she didn't understand like why a person would cry at something fictional, which was really funny. It was like cultural differences, which is hilarious. Um, yes. But it was so funny because I was binging Doctor Who before the 50th anniversary episode happened because BBC was just showing it nonstop. And yeah. I was watching Angels Take Manhattan and I had like a full meltdown on the couch watching that episode. And I was like, oh my God. 
I think the only other episode I cried almost as much as that one was the time of the doctor because I, we were all watching that together and all of us were having like a full group meltdown together. <laughs> yes. Like we watching were. it. <laughs> oh my God. Which is great. Which is good fun. It's nice to have that kind of cry. He's like, you're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) You're like trying to be quiet about it, but like everybody's crying. You're like, I'm just sitting here eating my fish sticks and custard. (laughs) (laughs) Just bawling your eyes out. They're like, here, here's a tissue. And I'm like, I can't. I'm going to go. I just can't deal with it. It's so beautiful. Like, oh, God. (laughs) It's like a whole experience when you're sitting there crying with like a massive group of people over the exact same thing. That yeah. straight up happened during Harry Potter uh, in the Deathly Hollows. I think oh, part yeah. two. There was like major character death and you could hear the whole theater was completely silent, but you could hear people like <sighs> and like people like over there and over there like wiping their eyes and you're like, oh God, I'm not alone. And you're just like bawling like... <laughs> God, freaking Harry Potter. Anyways, so I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. Thank you so much, Maria, for the suggestion um, for something that we should have recorded, thought about recording on our own, but needed that extra push and be like, how come you guys haven't talked about this? Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you, Maria. Uh, the notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc. We are also on the Facebook, so you can reach out to us on there, which is facebook.com forward slash teatimewithkc. Also, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions for future episodes, because clearly we take those because we record episodes with the. Um, Feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Uh, Also, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Geek2Geek Podcast Network by visiting geek2geekcast.com. And you can also chat with us in real time by downloading the messaging app Slack and joining our Slack channel at geek2geekcast.slack.com. And until next time, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.